a couch. Looks comfortable. And it's in space. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another Couch in Space. I'm here with my good friend, Mark Cathy. And I want to touch on this. Um, Mark's in remission. You've yes. had a long battle with cancer. I have. And, um, gosh, it was, hmm. it was so long. And um, I've seen you in, you know, really bad states. But, mm. you know, yeah, you've just got the... Um, I've had the all clear now for all clear. 10 weeks. Wow. So we've had... How, um, how, just for people who don't know, how did that start for you? Like, when, when were you told that you've um, got something life-threatening going on? I was, I was actually... I had a blood test um, in, uh, gosh, it would be six years ago now. On the day before that, I took my, my mum to, yeah. to Italy. Right. And um, and I, I decided not to take my phone because I just wanted to to just totally focus on on, on my mum. It was a big trip for her. Yeah. And when I came back, there were messages on my phone to um, to call the doctor. Mm. And so I thought, oh, yeah, so whatever. Yep. And uh, then I got news that uh, there were some irregularities, and so I I went and saw my GP, and the GP suggested I go and see specialists. Mm. And I was then diagnosed with prostate cancer with some other possibilities. Okay. And so they wanted to uh, perform surgery, and um, and all the other options that come from that, right? yes. you know, radiation. And I, I kind of just, I kind of just froze. It was quite surreal, and I just felt that at the time that I didn't know what to do, but I didn't want to do something immediately. I didn't want to rush into something because mm. I didn't have all of the information, yep. including options for, for um, remedial work, options to, to, to um, turn it around. And all the standard options we know were there, but I just kind of had this gut feeling that if something, if cancer could ever be um, determined yeah. as being natural. If mm. something can grow in your body naturally, then you should be able to remove it naturally. Naturally, yeah. Sort of. Mm. And I, I just decided decided to do some research and and found that uh, John Hopkins, um, I think, at university, were performing some uh, treatments over in Perth on radiotherapy. Wow. Yeah. And. So I thought, well, that's an option. Mm. Um, I then began reading about some weird and wonderful alternative alternatives medicine. that seemed a little bit too far fetched for me. Mm. Um, although you do you, you, you research virtually every avenue. All the while, I was also trying to find a surgeon that I could trust. Okay. And and so I, I did the, the um, naive thing, I guess, of ringing up surgeons and hitting their receptionists and. And asking them if their surgeon was the best in Auckland, you know. And of course, every receptionist. <laughs> if you was like, don't course. ask, well, you don't know. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then, and I got to speak to uh, to four surgeons who. Um, they each, actually called you back. Well, actually, yeah. They not only did they call me back, but they 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 were virtually chasing me, and, and wow. based upon the results, saying, "Well, look, you 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 you're playing Russian roulette with your life. Okay. You know, you're considerably enough advanced that if you don't do anything about it, you're going to die." Right, and Gosh. and I thought, well, okay, that's a bit gruesome. Yeah, and I still 
doggedly wanted to just see if there are any other options. And I found a, a fifth surgeon who was willing to work with me. Just give me enough rope yep. just to allow me to start to, um, to look at these other options. Yeah. But if the rope got tight, it's going to yank me back. And now his circle of options was uh, what, radio um, Radiotherapy, surgery, chemo. Okay. Um, and that's it. In fact, if you, if you look up um, the options around therapy in California and yeah. other states, those are the only therapies that you can legally use. Jeez. You are breaking the law if you use any other therapies. So we won't go into all the reasons why that, at yeah. the moment, because that's, that's deep. Yeah. But, um, so but, breaking the law to try I and know. save your own life. I know. Humanity's got a lot to answer for. Eh? Their perception is that you're not. You're actually, yeah. you know, again, playing Russian roulette with your life. So these are the only options available. Yeah. But um, as I also uh, got to, to learn was that, and it even hit, it hit the, the New Zealand Herald about a year ago, front page, 50% of those who, who um, use chemotherapy have to, have to have chemotherapy as part of their treatment, die of the chemotherapy, not mm. of the cancer itself. And my whole view is that to, to make this work, I had to bolster my immune system right. as opposed to deplete it. Mm. And so I, I radicalized what I thought in my view at the time, um, my eating habits, mm -hmm. and that I, I stopped all alcohol, stopped meat, yeah. um, stopped sugars, and, and changed to a... Um, a Predominantly vegetarian diet. Well, it was vegetarian, not vegan, okay. but just a vegetarian diet. Yeah. Um, but with with fish, so pescatarian. Okay. And so I would have fish a couple of times a week, and so that was my first step. And then after auditioning surgeons and finding a particular surgeon that would work with me, I then went about looking at other options, and I. I seen the radio treatment, uh, radiotherapy treatment in Perth and thought mm -hmm. that that might be an option. So then looked more there as it had some form of legitimacy about it. Okay, how it, did it differ from what you would get here? Uh, you can't get it. Okay. Well, you can't get that specific treatment here. Okay. But what I did do is, is then look at, let's just move slightly to the, mm. to the left on that one and say, well, okay, there's a, f a frequency is able to treat particular ailments. Yes. What options are out there? Mm. And I then discovered uh, a variety of machines that um, were out there. One was the, uh, something called a multi-wave oscillator. Mm -hmm. And effectively what it does is it just bombards your body with, um, with a, a very wide frequency range so okay. that each of the cells can effectively then vibrate at their natural healing. Uh, frequency. That's right. the theory behind that's it. Whether that's yeah. exactly how it happens, I don't know. But um, there was that. The, I used a, a multi-pulsar uh, machine which effectively just thumps an EMF yep. into the um, parts of the body that need treatment. And the third one, which, which I think is absolutely amazing, was something called a Rife machine. Okay. Um, what is that? R I F E. Right. And that was that was a um, a frequency treatment that was originally discovered by uh, a gentleman called Royal Rife, and he had found that pathogens could be destroyed with the application of specific frequencies that would right. be aligned to that pathogen. And so he extensively experimented on a range of different medical. Yeah. Um, uh, issues and found that 
that with specific frequency sets, these medical issues could be reversed. Wow, okay. And so I wasn't convinced that it would work or not, just felt that it was worth a try. Yeah. And so... And is that a fairly um, safe? Um, everything's non-invasive. Okay. Um, there's nothing in any of these machines that can hurt you. Nothing. Okay. It's, it's just, just frequency. Look, putting frequencies through your bodies that hopefully affect the right cells. Yes. Dislodge them or what does it actually Effectively do? Effectively kills them. How does it kill them? That is not an area that, um, that not, I'm totally familiar with. Um, if I you've got a whole bunch of cells that are clustered together, how does it The, the theory behind it? it is that you've got um, frequencies that will help cells and frequencies that will destroy cells. Right. And it's, I suppose it's, it's like anything, like you, you, you have anything that is, is, is solid yes. and you, you bombard it with a specific frequency that's mm. resonant to it, mm. then it will kill it. Right, and yes, so that makes sense. And so that kind of theory is, is sort of how this works, but yeah. I'm not going to try and pretend that I know. There's a lot of stuff out there that would <laughs> no, be better information No, but it's fascinating though, isn't it? I know, it, it is. A little bit of a frequency, what, it's just, was it waves of energy or is it waves of sound? Or is it's, it, both? it can be both. Okay. Yep. So. Because we're all frequency amazing. anyway. We're all, we're all frequency. Our whole existence is a certain frequency. Yeah, yeah, it so, is. So because you know, we essentially are just a, a whole variety of different frequencies that make us up, yeah. then why could we not use that to heal us? Yeah. And I, so the, I, I purchased a Rife machine. You can purchase them in New Zealand. Right. Um, the multipulsar I purchased here as well. Uh, and the multi-wave oscillator, believe it or not, is something my dad had in his garage, didn't quite know <laughs> what it did, and it just left it for years. Wow. And so I rediscovered it. And, oh my goodness! And it was, was um, um, you know, absolutely amazing. So explain to me the Rife machine. Is it like patches you put on? Is it okay? Does it? There's a variety of different things that it can offer. Okay. I just used one single unit, which was a, a, a copper ring about that big. Okay. And you just place it in uh, on your body in the area that was that was um, affected. So it 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 doesn't put a bubble. It's like a beam that it's, it's pretty much just to area. As any ring would do, if it's an yeah. EMF, it would just in in donut shape. It would just just um, transmit specific frequencies. Okay. Now, you, what I had was a, um, a laptop. I would dial in the, uh, the, the illness, yes. and then it would populate automatically <laughs> the <amazing>. frequencies. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's so simple as that. Someone's I, already done the research on what frequencies are. That's what Roy Wife did. He had a whole wow. batch of frequencies. You can go in there and you can see all of the frequencies. They're readily available on the internet. And look, and wow. look, I, I embrace these things with mm. a certain amount of trepidation yeah. because you, you look at it and you think, well, look, life's not that simple. And but I tried it. Yeah. And so I tried the Rife machine, tried the the uh, multi-wave oscillator, and tried the multipulsar. I also gave them out to friends when they had illnesses. And I think one of the the most amazing stories uh, that has come back is that there was a. Um, a really dear friend of mine who he was in his early 70s and he was uh, diagnosed with renal disease, a specific right. renal disease. And he was, in the end, uh, sent home to die. He was given wow. three days. And so his wife, Linda, and had decided from there that, right, he's all hers. She had a background in naturopathy and it was, Mark, can I have your multi-wave <laughs> oscillator? Great. And so I gave them the, uh, the multi-wave and he bombarded himself 30 minutes twice a day. Wow, okay. And 
he lived for another two and a half years. Jeez, wow. To the point where he was actually even driving and, you know, quality of life wasn't 100%. Yeah. But it was it was up there and he, he had... Either way, it made a difference. I it mean, didn't cure huge, him. It didn't cure him, but it made a huge difference. Mm. And it's not, like, there are no guarantees with any of no. these things. And, and what I'm talking about is a journey that was specific to me. I, yes. can't, I can't suggest that it would work with anybody else and I never want to. Um, this is what I have a problem with, and this is totally unfounded, and I have no medical background whatsoever. Like me. The general practitioners, you yes. know, it's the body, the human body is so individualized, yes. you know, it is. How can the, just the word general is wrong in the first instance, isn't it? It's like a headache for me could mean something totally different to a headache to you. Yep. Yet, the prescription is the same for you and me, you know? It can either better it or worsen it. And I don't know, it's just my naivety of, of medical practitioning, yeah. but I do try and wonder about that. It's just, it's not right. It doesn't feel right anyway, um, going in there just getting a general diagnosis when each, I mean, I think what doctors are getting better and better now. I mean, the first thing they ask is about your diet and. Mm -hmm. And they have, you know, a bit more trying to personalise what's your lifestyle, how does it differ to everyone else's. But still, it's so vague a lot of the time. It's, it's almost like guesswork. It, it kind of is. And, and you can't do that in a 15-minute consultation. That's what I was going to say. Like, in 15 minutes, they're supposed to then determine um, your whole... Yep. Your whole, you know, life history almost. I know that you, you, you would see your doctor ongoingly and that mm. you would have more than one treatment. It's um, not even fair on them. I'm not even blaming no, it's, them. It's, it's, it's not unrealistic. They, you, you always need a first line mm. of, of, of defence, I guess, and, and, and that the, the GP uh, role is, is an important role. But one mm. thing that I found when, because my, my GP, I have to say, was fantastic through all of oh, okay, my, wonderful. My, mm. um, knew that I was trying treatments that were unique. And <clears throat> and at the end of it, when I walked in there, because I was due to see um, uh, see my specialist a uh, couple of days after I went in to see my GP just for some asthma medication. Mm. And I walked in there and, and he said, Mark, I just want to say firstly before anything else, congratulations, you're in remission. We've, I've just had the documentation come back from the specialist. <laughs> and and it, it was just such wonderful news. But Gee. the next thing that he said floored me, he said, right, I want to hear about it now. He said, I've seen the scans and the biopsies and I've seen the tumours and I now see them gone. Mm. And so tell me about it. What have you done? Yeah. Now's probably the right time for me to start asking some questions. And you know, my first Brilliant. first comment was, well, big ups to you for actually even asking. Well, his whole life... Else did perspective has now changed. He's yeah. seen something that he just can't explain yeah. and hasn't been taught. No. no. How amazing is that? Well, I look at, I look at um, Western medicine, which has a, a huge place in, mm. in our society, and as it should, but there are other options out yeah. there that have been out there for you know, thousands of years, mm. and they're only just beginning to get a look. And I look at acupuncture, that's only actually been on the ACC list of accepted yeah. treatments for, what, 20 years? Maybe less. Um, there are there are different ways that you can approach something, and they can work in tandem. Mm, that's right. Yeah, it's not one or the other. You don't have to discard it. But no. I think a lot of it is you are your best doctor. Mm. Hey, I mean you're the closest to your body. Mm -hmm. You know what it does, what feels right, and what doesn't feel right. Yeah. And um, 
a lot of the time your body will tell you if something is not quite right or whether you need to Pretty expand much. in certain ways. Yeah. I mean, when you got it, did you, getting that news saying, you know, your body's killing you basically or you've mm. got something in there that's potentially, mm. well, that was life-threatening, did you feel anger towards that? Like, why me? Why is my body doing this to me? Um, what was the initial reaction? I mean, I know shock was one of it. I think it was, yeah, it was definitely shock. And then I think about a day later, I had a 20-minute pity party. Okay. Um, and then at the end of it, I... Only like, 20 minutes. Yeah, I, look, honestly, wow. I know. Um, <laughs> and I, I then determined, well, this is war. And this is, is it? Yeah, it's this, war. Is, this is war. You were warring against your own body. Yeah, in a nice way. Yeah. Um, I was going to kill it with understanding and not hatred or anger, but I was going to kill it with understanding and, and love. I, I, I mm. even named my cancer. I named my cancer George. Right. Okay. So that it would have an entity. Yeah. Um, I then, um, you know, worked on that, on that entity in wow, a way that I powerful, wanted to, to just, yeah. I just wanted to, to be educated and, and options and I just, I just wanted it to go. I yeah. wanted, you know, he was an interloper that, um, that was just not welcome. Okay. And I wanted to remove him in a way that was positive and didn't didn't have me sort of move into a negative space. I'm not perfect. You know, there were days yeah. I just felt frustrated and mm. and and a little down, but um, I didn't want to give up. Yeah. And so I religiously embraced the um, uh, the healing systems that mm. I'd acquired, and I just religiously then then just worked through them and. And Did you, you ever find out why George turned up? Is there something I have you can a share? view? Yeah, okay. I have a view. Um, can you give us a broad understanding? Yeah. Um, in fact, if you if you want to to read a a good overview of it, um, Ian Wishart's book Totalitaria has a, okay. a chapter or two on it in terms of how our food is killing us and how oh, the environment's okay, killing right. us. Yeah. And you look at you look at a range of things that we're subjected to that we weren't once. Mm. that has us now have um, cancer in, in our society at a far higher level than we ever did. And there are those that argue that it has probably not changed too much mm. from uh, what it was way back then, but it's just now more easily detected. There is some degree of that, but not a lot. Right. Okay. You look at, for example, prostate cancer. Prostate cancer, there was no real... Um, uh, research into it because you would only get it if you were in your 70s. Right, okay. Now people are getting prostate cancer in their, in their 30s. Jeez. And so the question should be asked why as opposed to just, just trying to find research to, to fix it. Mm. The bigger question should be well, why, has, how, why have we shifted? Why, why are, are our, our cancers now becoming more prevalent? Breast cancer was it's always been around, but it's now much more prevalent than it was. Yeah, and on younger people as well. Much younger people. But you're finding chemicals that are being used in our food now is actually finding its way up the food chain from various yeah. companies that once declared that it never would. Um, the research on a lot of those chemicals are, um, are now... They're, they're now finding that those, those chemicals are perhaps more destructive than the initial yes. research when those chemicals were made was purported to deliver. And so are those who want to look at their food intelligently are now yes. finding that, that, I suppose you could argue, that the food's almost killing us. And I think if you look at it in a global sense, 
all the food is killing us, really. And it, it's not just the hamburgers or the no. the greasy stuff or the sugary <clears throat> stuff, even the chemicals that are sprayed on the broccoli. And, you know, we are feeding a big yeah. lot of population here. And, yeah. you know, farmers use chemicals to control, you know, the look, way that food looks in the supermarket. Yep. You know, it's there's no spots on it. The colours are vibrant. You, you've got to wonder sometimes, and most of the time you eat it and it, it, it tastes okay. Taste. It doesn't really yeah. taste like an apple, but it's kind of a bit off. But, you know, apple's still better for you than, yeah. like, I don't know, a chocolate bar. But at the end of the day, I'm wondering if it isn't, you know. So all these foods seems to be depleting our immune system. So our immune system is really strong and healthy, well, in kids because they have to, you know, get used to all the germs and things like that. And then come young adulthood, even people are starting to find that whatever they've eaten or they've been exposed to for the first 15, 17 years of their mm. life, suddenly they're developing a cancer. Now, our, their immune system should be at its peak to combat anything you else. Think. You would think. You would think. And so the question is, what is it that's actually depleting the immune system? Yeah. That's, that's the question that we should be, should be following. Mm. There was an article in the New Zealand Herald um, not more than two weeks ago which was very telling. Right. And, and for the life of me, I can't recall which country, whether it was, it was either America or, um, or the UK. But they, and the numbers might not be quite correct, but it was, I think it was around 42 breakfast cereals were, were um, measured for uh, any toxins. Right, okay. And they found, of those 42, it was something like about 32, 34 of them show traces of Roundup. Oh, really? And they're stocking breakfast that, cereals. Breakfast cereals. And this is coming from a, a company that when they first developed Roundup, there was the promise that it would never appear mm. in our food chain. Yeah. And now it is. Um, there are studies with, uh, with Roundup that uh, you, would, you would argue indicate that it, it has no effect. But equally, there are other studies that indicate it has huge effect. Right. And so at the end of the day, you have to look at it and, and make your own determination. But my my suggestion is always follow the money. Right. Now, if you follow the money and you find that research is actually committed by or, or, or created by, um, fat crap could be a good word, yeah. um, research that has been followed through from the company that actually made the product, then they have a commitment to making the product successful, especially yes. if they've researched the product and spent a lot of money in their research. If it's an independent company or a series of independent companies that have come up with alternative views, then I think you would add you know, right. considerable weight to, mm. you know, to their, their kind of findings. And I always advocate, follow the money. That is probably going to deliver to you more truth than anything else. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but I think there's Better some other. truth in that. I mean, I don't like to think of the conspiracy theories as well, you're labelled enough Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's always it's it's easy to you know, greed is definitely part of the factor because we're living in a business economy and yeah. everything has to make money and for the shareholders and so it kind of makes the world go around. But I do believe that you know at, at the beginning of the stage they do mm. want to find a cure for something, but then there's all these other elements involved as well. Like okay, you've only got this much time. You can't research it properly because we have to get it to market and, yep. and so forth. So I think the intent is always, most of the time, is actually very good. But then you've got the factors involved of, yeah. I think it. one thing we all have to have to remember is the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, that um, 
that then uh, they determine whether uh, a food is 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 safe. Yeah. And their approval of anything doesn't suggest that it's good for you. It just suggests that it's not going to kill you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great thumbs up. <laughs> That's all they should make those do. stickers. This food will not kill you. That's that we it. know. That we know. <laughs> yeah. And the research that we have placed in front of us that has been funded by the people that probably made the product in yeah. the first place. Right. So, you know, that's that's the caution that comes with that. So, do you think your cancer came from food? Um, yeah, I was terrible. My my diet was awful. Right. Oh, I I um you know, just, just putting aside all of our thoughts on, on, yeah. on chemicals and food, one of the biggest, biggest um, uh, feeders for cancer is sugar. Yeah, I mean, right. Cancer loves sugar. Mm. And I, I love lollies, love lollies, love biscuits. Yeah, I could live on it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had lollies stashed in my, in my glove box. Oh. And, I, you know, I, I could eat those on the way home. And, and, and I was a huge kind of sugar monster. And, and right. it, it, it just changed my life when I oh. realised that that was the... the best and biggest thing that I could actually cut out. Okay. And so, you felt a lot better for it, you know, cutting oh, the sugar out? very much. Right. Yeah, very, very much. A lot more energy. Yeah, um, right. And our, you, you, there's nothing wrong with the natural sugars and, and, and fruit. And mm. and so you, you know, you consume those. For me, I just consume those as you would normally. Right. But I certainly cut out on all processed sugars. And I realized that my sugar intake was probably, you know, five to ten times above Right, normal. okay because of what I was, probably more. And you think that definitely contributed to... I believe it has. Cancer, okay. it's, it's, it's kind of a multi-pronged approach where okay. I, you know, I looked at frequency treatment, change of diet, mm. um, exercise, so greater exercise, um, alcohol, all everything that you would place in your body or um, uh, expose your body to that would lower your immune system. Because mm. it's all about raising the immune system so that it can do its own job. Yes, that's right. And so do that, plus with a frequency treatment that would then kill the, the, uh, the, the cancer cells. Then, um, so when you, take, when you change your diet, and you've got this thing inside of you. Yeah. And it, it, it's grown, of course, to a mm. proportion. So when you change your diet, that basically stops the growth, doesn't it? It doesn't... Directly. So, so for people out there who are wanting to do something about their illness, yeah. changing your diet is not going to cure you. It's, I would not advocate to anything. To reverse that, that effect, you have to do something on top of that than just changing your diet. I it's, believe so. That's, yeah. that's what I needed to do for me. Yeah. Um, in fact, there's also another product that um, I, I took. It was, it's called Graviola, which right. is it's, uh, an extract from a, uh, a plant in the Amazon. It's mm. also in South Sop. South Sop also grows in, in Fiji and, and some of the mm. islands and in Queensland. And, and so the, the extract from that and, it's, it's the, and the ground root mm. are known as a, um, a natural chemotherapy. Wow, okay. And really? there are some that, that advocate it does nothing. There are, yes. If you go to the internet, you're going to have you know, people on both ends of the scale. There, mm. are, there are some yep. that are going to suggest that it absolutely does nothing and yep. that it's all in your head. And there are others that will suggest that with uh, the research that they found that it has been fantastic. For me, all I can say is the first thing I, I did in, with any of my treatments was to take salsop. Okay. Uh, or graviola, as it's called. Yeah. And, and so I... I Took it in, in um, capsule form, okay. and that stopped the tumours before I did anything else. Okay. It didn't shrink them; it just stopped them growing. Okay. 
And so how that, did you find out about that? Did just research. Multiple scans. Oh, how did I find out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I just I just became um, you know sort of wedded to the Google. Okay. Yeah. Doctor Google. Hey. Doctor Google. And wow. and so I, I found with that. Oh, and friends were, were giving me information too. Yeah. And, and some were some of it was helpful, and some with it of it wasn't. But I think that's that's another side to the the support and love that I got from. Mm. Um, my friends who discovered my my illness was just amazing, and that wow. uh, was the help that got me through. Yeah. And but at the end of the day, you had to do what made sense to you. Hey. Yeah. It had to be research based, fact based, as best as it could be. As you, okay. as, you know, you look through ninety nine percent of the information on there is is yep. just um, less than optimal. And and I think what took me down the uh, the frequency path was just the, uh, the radiotherapy treatment that yes. was uh, in Perth and, and I thought well okay then if they're looking into it then there must be some must be some and options. did your dad's research have anything to do with that too oh it did yes it did that's a whole nother topic that's which we a actually whole don't other topic we actually haven't touched I'm sorry on. we're out of town <laughs> well we're kind of we're, I try to keep it around the, the 40 minute mark and we've yeah. been gone for that so I don't even want to touch you know Bruce Cathy's work and I want to want you to come back and talk about that sure. I think because I think that's fascinating but you know you becoming you know into remission and that journey there I mean it's been many years and there must have been times when you just thought, uh, I'm just tired, oh, there I were. can't. I was How almost going to give get up. Over that? If, if people are out there that are listening to this and maybe going through something similar that they have an illness that just can't, can't get their head around and, and want to just give up, what would you say to them? I think I, I've, I've kind of realised that a lot of people end up advocating all responsibility to their specialist anyway. Mm. And so I, and I would never say that it's giving up. I would just say that it's just a total trust. I know nothing yes. and these people know everything and, and so this is what I should do. And look, I, I, I wouldn't want to criticise that because, you know, that's their journey. Mm. Um, I would strongly suggest, though, that, that people do look beyond that. You know, those who are, are suffering from this, ask their own questions, do their own research and, and it may still not be... For them, they may still want to go down the the, the the standard trodden path. Yeah. And and if they do, then I totally respect them. But equally, I suppose just from my own experiences, there are other options. And I found, at least for me, they do work. Yeah. Have you ever documented your journey? No. Are you going to? Um. Do you think that would help other people who maybe. are going something similar? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I should. But I think it I, would be a great idea, Mark. I look at the trolls that are out there and I think, do I really want to be trolled? We you can know? always say no comments. I mean, yeah, so just close it off. The trolls are going to troll anyone, anywhere, any... But the thing is, you don't have to worry about the trolls because you've got a proven experience that has helped you. Yeah. You're not saying this works for everyone. Sharing your journey is, is really the only nugget that you know, people would, would need. The one thing that I found is that I've come across others who also have, have discovered that they have cancer. And in all of this time, I have not had one person come to me and say, what did you do, Shall I, can I do it too? Yeah, really? Amazingly. And the, the trust in the existing system is such that they have not wanted to look beyond that. And so, and I've never wanted to, to force my own views yeah. on anybody. It's yeah. a case of if, if I hear that somebody has something, I'll 
quietly say, not necessarily directly to them, because mm. I know I got bombarded by a whole lot of, of oh. helpful people. Yeah. So I've never wanted to, to be that kind of person. But I've quietly said through uh, an intermediary that if they want help, I'm here. Yeah. If they want to use any of my machines, totally there for them. If someone's listening to this now and would love to understand, to talk to, talk to you, totally open what's the to best it. way to, I mean, I'll put a little link up maybe to put something. Put a link up and they can have a chat to you and you can forward the details, mm. uh, details to me and, and um, I can chase them and, cool. and go from there because... I think... And the thing is, you're a survivor, so you have a well, really epic story to tell. And like you said, a lot of people put their faith in other people, yeah. you know, so-called experts without really self-diagnosing. No. And this is where you've just come out on top. You said, okay, I've got self-diagnosing, I've got all this information from Dr. Google, plus I've got my specialists, mm -hmm. plus I've got my friends. Mm. And taking all those things, mm. and everyone helped in their own little way, but you didn't put your faith in totally one specific no. thing. I you? wanted to be part of the solution. Yes. And I think right. that's the difference. And I, I, I find that uh, there are those that, that that don't, they just want to be carried along the journey because yes. it's too big for them. It is, you know, it's, it's a scary overwhelming, thing. of course. Shit, totally yeah. overwhelming. And I can totally understand that. Yeah. And and I I almost made that decision myself, you know, at the very beginning. And until I then thought, well, no, it's, if it is natural. Yes. As natural could be, then, then it can be removed naturally. And it was that that then had me, had me See, look that, further. That makes sense. That's actually common sense. Yeah. That makes more sense to me than a, saying to a surgeon, all right, just cut it out and throw it away. Because yeah. in one way that, it's too simple. You know, this thing grew over a long period of time yeah. to just suddenly go, chup, that energy is still there. You know, it'll just re-manifest in other and, areas. And it does. One of the, one specialist said to me something that was, was quite sobering when when I was talking with them and, and uh, he was advocating various treatments. And I said, so that will cure me. And he said, well, to be honest, it will give you 10 years. Right. And then you will more than likely look at that again. Jeez. His view uh, was that cancer was something that if you were susceptible to it, then it was it was something that would sit in the background and, yeah. and maybe rear its head when the immune system sort of allowed it to again. Right. And those that I've known who have, have had it and, and fought it, then yeah, the 10-year mark is something that, that not all the time, yeah. but often ends up rearing its head again and showing them, uh, you know, the cancer. And, and uh, there are options. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us, Mark. No, my pleasure. You have to come back, definitely. I want to talk about more frequencies and so forth. It's, um, wow. But anyway, congratulations. Thank you. I think that's amazing. Yeah, that I do too. I, I really do. And, You're superhuman. You've done it. <laughs> Please write it down and have it as a resource, even if you write a short story or, yeah. I don't know, something on the net that people can say. It oh, would, it, Mark, it's, I think it's probably think a good thing. I think it would be inspirational. I think it would be yeah. help. Yeah, and then people can choose whether that, it's exactly. a journey for them or not. But the evidence is self-conclusive. You there know, are. you've made a positive difference. And there are, there are good um, people out there that actually, there the, 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 the are companies, there's a wonderful company in, in, uh, in Avondale that mm. uh, if, you, if you search them up, with the machines that I have, you'll be able to find who they are. Hmm. And they have amazing stories, successes that they have had Jeez. with the machines that they've got. And and it's it's worth just looking a little bit further. Hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thanks for watching, everyone. See you later. Bye.
Namaste.